Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the fourth episode of The Universe. I'm Laura, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Elaine, Janet, and Joella. And in today's episode, we're going to be interviewing some first-year students at the University of Ottawa to ask about their experience so far and what some, some of the thoughts they have are on their upcoming year. So let's start by listening to our first interviewee. Hello, what's your name? Perla. Perla, nice to meet you. Uh, what year are you sitting in and what program are you in? I'm currently in my first year and I'm studying financial mathematics and economics. What's your favorite class so far? Um, maybe calculus. So Perla, why did you decide to come to university? Um, for, I mean, you, you can't do a lot in life without a degree nowadays and yeah, the safety plan for because of my parents. <laughs> that was an interesting answer. So. Um, this student, Perla, thinks that you can't really do very much in life nowadays without a degree from university. What are some of your thoughts on that? I feel like um, going to university or college is the most obvious and quote-unquote easiest solution to do because um, high schools usually kind of transition you into applying for universities and college. Like, I don't know about that last year of high school for you guys, but they were like, okay, here's your applications, here's how to go to open houses and stuff like that. Um, I don't think it's the only way to find a career. There are definitely more careers, especially um, online careers that you have now where you can work remotely. Um, but I don't think it's the only option. Yeah, I do definitely think that um, the high school thing plays a big aspect because I've, so many people might be better suited to the trades or other fields outside of the obvious like academic routes, but if you don't know your options, it's t hard to explore. And of course, university is a good place to explore your interests in different fields and what the world may offer to you. But oftentimes, you know, there's like a sunk cost fallacy and then kids just think it's too late to give up and leave and do whatever might have suited them better if they had known earlier. So I believe statistically, like if you just look at the stats, People who go to university generally have better wages throughout their life, but they might start much later getting better <laughs> wages. So overall, I don't know if it actually works. I don't know how you choose. Like, I, I never thought I'd go to university. My, my parents never went to university. Actually, my dad did an MBA after working for 15 years in the field, and nobody was pushing us towards university per se. Uh, I was doing a technical college degree and it just happened to be that I decided to be, I wanted to be a zoo educator for all. <laughs> Weird. But, so I ended up going to university, but I never thought I'd be a prof. <laughs> anyway, so that was just all roundabout, but I never thought of going to university, but I think like a lot, most students coming out of high school now would think university is pretty much their only option, which is strange. There's also this like norm or ideal of like a teenager, young adult life. And a lot of that comes from uh, going to university, hanging out with friends, studying together. And maybe it's just like content that's curated towards me because I'm at a university, but I feel like I see that so much more than any other lifestyle mm -hmm. for people my age. So that's interesting. But it is also an exciting thing. Like, I know a lot of... Did your parents go to university, Laura? They did, yes. And did your parents go to university, Joella? Yes. And did your parents, Janet? They did. Yeah. Oh. It's quite different. 
if you're if you're coming from a you, and more and more families now have you know been to university mm. but still i think 30% of the students are coming from families that have never been to university the optic is different mm. yeah we definitely have a very biased view i think yeah. because we are university students <laughs> so we probably see but elaine as a prof those students who come from the 30% are there major differences in how they approach things i wouldn't be able to tell you no no hmm. although perhaps the um imposter syndrome might be a bit higher in those and which could be an interesting topic for a coming podcast <laughs> <laughs> that's cool back to some more students comment yeah let's see what the student has to say uh, what are you most excited for this year and what are you mer- most worried or nervous for i'm most excited for it to be over um <laughs> because apparently first year is really hard and i'm most worried about how difficult exams or midterms are actually going to be that was an interesting first comment. Yeah. I didn't. I did not expect that. Um, drawing back to your point earlier about um, like a lot of media and a lot of content that you watch depicts like either late high school or early like university life for young people. Um, so I would assume that the first year of university would be the most like exciting point in your life. Like you're leaving home and you're beginning your adult life. So for them to say. I want it to be over is really surprising to me. Yeah. Although I guess it does depend on which side you fall on because a lot of the content, I suppose, if that's what we're talking about online, is quite negative as well. Oh, it's so hard. It's like pessimistic memes and things like that. (laughs) So that definitely doesn't help. But I think it does shape people's views, especially for those who have never been to university or never been through it. And they kind of gather what to expect from that which are also very biased sources instead of just witnessing it firsthand this is true and i think when when we were conducting this interview it might have been getting close to midterm one season which could Mm -hmm. be another reason why the student responded this way um i don't know about you guys but depending on what time of year it is Mm -hmm. what time of day it is did i have a good exam yesterday or a good sleep last night i would have answered this question very differently that's true Okay, let's move on to some other responses from first years. Uh, What are you most excited for this year? It can be academic or non-academic. And also, what are you most nervous or worried about? Um, I'm most excited for meeting new people, making new friends, and I'm kind of afraid of exams and stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah, um, I'm excited for holidays. Yeah, yeah, and like having friends also, and I am afraid of like as you said, exams, mm-hmm. controls, quizzes, oh. and winter. winter. <laughs> oh, those are really good answers. She was right about winter. Yeah. <laughs> I did not expect Ottawa to be that snowy, and we had that like negative forty cold spell last year, and then the canal didn't even freeze. I brought my skates up for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) There's always next year. Fingers crossed. (laughs) I feel like those are pretty common things to be worried about. The previous student also answered something about exams, wanting this to be over. And then winter here, common theme, seasonal depression in Ottawa. Um, Experiences with that, anyone? (laughs) Oh, yeah. 
It makes it so much harder to go to class is another thing. If it's the weather outside is disgusting, you feel icky, you just want to stay home and have a hot chocolate and, you know, maybe go over some notes if you're feeling studious, but it does make things substantially harder than they need to be. Well, there's something to be said about a really sunny, bright, sunshiny day. Oh, yeah, you know, that's true. And you're in the winter, studying. and it's just shining everywhere, and it with just like fills fresh, your heart with, yeah, with like you know, light and joy. Snow yeah. and stuff. No, <laughs> One thing not. I don't like about winter is daylight savings when they push everything back an hour, and you go into class at like 2.30 or something, and you come out at 4, and it's pitch black black outside That's and then it feels like the day is over but you still have like six hours left in the day yeah, it only lasts a month or something. quote unquote <laughs> day <laughs> i like um the the comments there's quite a lot of comments about making friends right that's something that keeps coming back with first year but you know even throughout the years because you change friends as you go okay. friendships are difficult to make and i think Students had a lot of difficulty during COVID and the excitement uh, for this year and the previous year when students came back was high. And I'm not sure, but I think it didn't turn out as well as students were expecting. I don't know what you're feeling about that. I feel like it's, if they're coming from high school, it's a very different way of making friends. Like in high school, it's probably you have your f one friend group and you all go to class together and eat lunch together. But at university, you're very much more solitary, but you'll have friends in one class and friends in your lab and study partners and stuff like that. But you'll most likely eat lunch like in the dining hall, maybe occasionally with a friend who you see there. It's m really like little bits of friends sometimes instead of spending the whole day with a bunch of them. Yeah, I definitely find that I've had more success in really solidifying some friendships in second year rather than first. More so, I guess, you know, the the groups that you're in start to get smaller, classes become more, you know, specialized, people really know what they want, or then you, and if you join a club and become more established there, then you make great friends that way. So I think people just shouldn't get discouraged if the first year wasn't a great success, because you have so many more years to go. That's true. I think um, on some levels, I feel the same way as you guys, and I know a lot of students uh, leave their cities or even countries to go to a university. So, of course, going from having a bunch of well-established connections, like a really good support system, going into a completely new environment can really, really be difficult. Um, but also at the same time, like on a, on a brighter note, I think I have some of my closest friends I've ever had in my life right now with me, and I also have more friends and a broader sort of range of friends that I've ever had. I know people from intramurals, from clubs, from classes, just from randomly talking to people while studying in buildings that I don't normally go to. Like there's so many people that you meet at university. Everyone is so different, but you there's a lot of great people and you will find people that you click with. So perhaps one difference is, you know, in high school, Janet, I think I remember you saying that you associate with the people that are there by proximity, whereas if you go to university, then you associate with people that you have affinity with. Right? Exactly, yeah. So that's slightly different, but it's difficult to find those people yeah. sometimes, especially if you're introvert. Yeah, it's a lot more intentional, although maybe a bit slower, but good things take time. 
Moving on to some of our last comments. Uh, we asked these three students about what they were most excited for, what they were most worried about, and how did COVID affect their learning? Um, what are you most excited for in first year outside of academics? Uh, to meet new peoples. The social life. Uh, intramurals. That's always fun. How about something that you're most worried about or that you're most nervous about? Uh, skipping a class. Like um, getting lost in the campus. The exams. Uh, not making friends after a couple of years. So we commented on the making friends, the exams, but someone brought in a new perspective, and that's not going to class. I think that might have to do with losing motivation throughout the year. Maybe the student is worried about not having the same energy that he had um, at this point later on when exams come around. That's possible. Or finding that the extra liberty that you get at university kind of works against you sometimes. Yeah, there's no one really forcing you to go to class. It's not like it's not like in high school where if you don't go to class, they call your parents and it's like, this person wasn't in class today. What's going on about that? No one really... It's rare that a prof will take attendance. Or perhaps they were just meaning that they are going to miss a class if they can't find the class because that was part of the comment afterwards, right? Oh, that could be it. And first time on campus, it's a big campus. I remember viewing, when I first got on campus, I remember viewing everything so differently than I do now. Like, can you sometimes do that where like you'll be on a spot on campus, you were like during like open house or something. And it's like, if I concentrate really hard, I can unrecognize this whole space. You know what I'm talking about? I can remember what my mind was thinking and all the questions I had and how disoriented I was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm trying to figure out. I know I took like two whole days before classes started to just walk around campus and figure out where to go and what was where and how long it took to get between my furthest classes if they were right next to each other. That That's a good way to do it, yeah. yeah. Another thing is to, if you are living on campus, is to ask like your floor advisor or your CA how to get to your classroom because sometimes, most of the time, they're an older student and they know like shortcuts and stuff. What's a CA? Like a floor advisor. They like manage a floor of students living on residence in on campus. Oh, Usually right. also an older student. Yeah. We didn't have that when I was young. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. So you have the first year's missing class because they're getting lost. And then you have the upper years of missing class, maybe for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> it must also be so different for these students because they had a lot of classes online. I think like for a lot of us. Um, we had virtual school for quite a few years during the pandemic. Maybe we can see what they think about how that has affected their learning ability. I think then, um, so since COVID would have been sort of during your high school age, how do you think that affected your learning or your ability to uh, make friends in that time? Uh, I don't think it affected my ability to learn. I'm still, well, maybe I'm, I'm more adaptable now, you know? I can adapt to learning online or in person. And uh, now I know more that I like to learn in person more still, but uh, yeah. Like, I don't think it really affected me as much, but I think now I know that I'm better in person, like he said, and I don't like uh, get taught online. So I think that seems to be a pretty common comment among students that they're quite happy to be in person. Although I must say, 
they're deserting classes quite happily as well. (laughs) Yeah, I wanted to ask for the whole, oh, missing class, how bad is it usually after every midterm? How much does the class... Like the amount of attendance, ab- attendance, oh, attendance yeah. how much does it dwindle oh, it after? I'm sure it <laughs> From changes. somebody who's in the front of the class and sees all the students. Oh, it's like deserted. Do you ever but, uh, yeah, do I you think ever, it depends. Do you ever turn around and like look behind mm-hmm. you and there's like no one mm-hmm. up in like Marion or UCU or Always. something? It's hilarious. So Marion is Marion Hall. It's like the biggest uh, classroom that we have that holds 420 students. And Mm -hmm. if it's sparse, you feel it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I feel like after COVID, um, having an alternative kind of learning um, method that isn't in person, like recording a Zoom lecture or having pre-recorded lectures has become more common. Like a lot of my profs will record their lectures and post them afterwards. So that could also kind of tap into why students don't attend lectures because it's like, Oh, it's recorded, but that's become more Please common. Go to class. Yeah. <laughs> but it is good because it does, in one way, remove stress from students. You know, if they're sick or they don't want to miss classes or the public transportation system is down or oh, things like that. <laughs> but, yeah, there are pros and cons, but I think it's it's always good to have options. I think that's, that's definitely a good thing they've introduced. I think so too. I think generally, at least most people I'm surrounded by, um, they prefer having in-person um, classes because there's the aspect of like going in person, you get to see your professor, you get to ask questions, you get to work with other students, but having a backup option of having the virtual recording is, is really comforting too. Um, but that's so different from only getting virtual lectures. That's just, yeah, I think that's what a lot of people are kind of they don't really like that because I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think yeah, having the choice, like uh, Joa said, to be able to, if you miss a class, not completely miss it. So you can always get back to it if it's uh, recorded. But um, it's just disheartening for the professor inside the class. I mean, it has to be said. I, l- I love that the students get this this flexibility, but at the same time, it's a bit hard. And if you're in the Marion, it's it's a killer for the mood. That's interesting, yeah, because you always hear about from a student's perspective, going to class, not going to class, but you forget there's a real-life person, a professor teaching that class who gets to see all of this every day. Yeah, and I understand students, like, they're not my friends, and <laughs> you know they don't really care. You're just a professor at the front, and you don't really care that much, and that's fine. I, I get that, right? But... I'm pouring my heart into this. <laughs> so, so it's a bit heartbreaking. But I get it. I, so I don't take it personally. And I still love my students. But, you know, as long as they do well, I've done my job, right? Mm-hmm. So. We had another comment from the same student um, that was really interesting. I wanted to play for us. What is something you want to know from an upper year? Um, is, like, the social life going to get bit, not better, but, like, are you going to stick with the same people? Will it get harder or easier throughout the years? So that's the one, the golden question. Does it get harder or easier in upper years? Maybe if we interview some upper years, we'll find out. 
So on the next episode of The Universe, we're going to be interviewing fourth-year students at the University of Ottawa to answer some of the prompts from the first years. Stay tuned for the follow-up episode. We'll see you soon. We need little music. music. <laughs> <laughs>